我们接下来要读哥林多前书第五章从第一节到十三节我们请弟兄们一起念单数节请姐妹们念双数节一起来风文在你们中间有淫乱的事这样的淫乱连外邦人中也没有就是有人收了他的继母我身子虽不在你们那里心却在你们那里好像我亲自与你们同在已经判断了行这事的人要把这样的人交给撒旦败坏他的肉体使他的灵魂在主耶稣的日子可以得救你们既是无效的面应当把旧效除尽好使你们成为新团因为我们逾越节的羊已经被杀献祭了我先前写信给你们说不可与淫乱的人相交如今我写信给你们说若有成为弟兄是行淫乱的或贪玩的或败偶像的或罪酒的或勒索的因为神在外外的人与我何干教内的人岂不是你们审判的吗接下来把时间交给我们肯尼牧师他今天为了我们正道的主题是充满敌意的亚米旭人引中弟兄帮我们翻译 uh, we go back one just for a minute? Can we go back one slide maybe? There, no, we're trying to go back It's okay. We, we can. Well, good morning. 大家早安。So we have a we have a clock up here. 我们这上面有一个时钟。It's an alarm clock. 它是一个闹钟。We're going to take a vote on what time you want me to set it for. 我们要表决你要我把它设定在什么时间。Now you all got an extra hour last night, right? 当然，我们昨天晚上都有多余的一个小时。We're going to do that every week. 我们现在每个礼拜都会这么做。So. Um, Tuesday is election day. Which means that those terrible ads will stop. This week I was with a woman who voted for the last time. Uh, she voted for the last time. Oh, um, 
she was dying, and I was able to take a, an application for her ballot out to her, and before she died, she voted. It was very important to her. And this year, our daughter, who is 18, voted for the first time. And we vote on a lot of things. And she, she was just kind of like, oh, I don't know. So, um, um, because I have run for office, I can tell you it's very difficult. And I remember when people would say terrible things about me or terrible things about my wife. But this is, this is the way we select our leaders. This is the way we decide our issues. But sometimes with all the fighting, I just want to live like the Amish. Can we, let me see, there we go, yeah, there they are. So, do you know about the Amish? How many of you been to Amish country? The horse and buggy? Ah, the women working in the kitchen? No electricity? Um, it's kind of odd, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of weird. Um, they're living in the 50s. The 1850s. They made a decision. They made a choice. They believe that living in a world with all the modern conveniences pollutes your values. They prefer a simple farming life. One time I saw they had a refrigerator. But it runs on propane gas. And they said that was okay. Because they were not connected to the electrical grid. Because they don't want to be dependent on anyone. So the sermon title is funny only because Amish people do not seem hostile. But there was a movie. The movie Witness. Harrison Ford. And, and the little boy had witnessed a murder. So they needed to protect the little boy. And so Harrison Ford is a police officer. So he, he goes to Amish country in Pennsylvania to protect the little boy. So they're in Pennsylvania and he gets into Harrison Ford gets into a fight with an American man. And 
and he, and he, and he punches him. And, um, and somebody said, Hey, I thought you Amish were non violent. And they said, Oh, they said, oh, don't mind him. That's our cousin from Ohio. The Amish are different. And it's this verse that makes them different. In 2 Corinthians, God says, uh, through uh, Paul writing to the Corinthians again, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. 第十四节说，你们和不信的原不配。呃，不好意思。啊，sorry，呃，fourteen，fourteen，yeah。你们和不信的原不配，不要同父一恶。A yoke, you know, is around an ox, a farm animal. 那这个恶是放在那个我们牛犊身上拉犁的。and if you picture a double yoke, it's two of them around two animals. And if one animal is always moving forward, but the other animal is smaller, or always looking for food, they are unequally yoked. That's a concept Paul comes back to again and again. That in our relationships, we should be careful who we live with. We should be careful who we form businesses with. And when he says that, he says to them, he quotes from Isaiah in the Old Testament. And God says, I will make my dwelling with them. And walk among them. I will be their God. Uh, and they shall be my people. Uh, Therefore, go out from their midst. Uh, uh, no, no, we're still, th- th- he's quoted in here. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. 所以第十六节, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord. 又说你们不要从他们中间出来与他们分别，不要沾不洁净的物。So the Amish say that's why we are separate。所以为什么亚米逊人说我们要与这世界分开？And time stood still。所以他们，他时间对他们说停止了。But I think the point of today's scripture talks about how we're to interact with the world。但是当现在经文告诉我们我们要如何与这世界相处。and I don't think these verses mean that we separate ourselves from the world. But I do think they mean that we are people who live according to different standards. And the question really is, how do we live out our Christian life in a world that doesn't value the same things? Paul starts this chapter with a shocking um, admission. 
那保罗在这一章节当中说，用一个非常的震撼人心的方式来说。Chapter the scripture is printed in your bulletin if you want to follow along。那我们的在那个你的周报上也有已经在那印出来了，你们可以一起读。It is actually reported。他说，风闻在你们中间，that there is a sexual immorality among you。有淫乱的事。a kind that not even the pagans tolerate. For a man has his father's wife. It's his stepmother. So that a son is sleeping with his stepmother. A husband and wife have a son. And then the wife dies. Father remarries. And this son is now having a sexual relationship with his stepmother. And Paul said, everybody knows it's happening. And even worse, you are arrogant about it. Ought you not rather to mourn? Shouldn't you hold this person accountable? Let this person be removed from you. But he says you're arrogant about it. You act like this is a good thing. God has standards. And he says, even, even in Corinth, where they don't have many standards, they're shocked by what you're doing. God made man and women to be together. And we read this at weddings all the time. A man will leave his father and mother be joined to his wife. They'll become one flesh. And they'll be naked and not be ashamed. And God says that sex is reserved for marriage. I first came to this church 25 years ago. And I was still single. And the women prayed for me and, and um, God gave me a wife. Because I think they just thought it was so sad. I was so old and I was so single. But the funny thing is, God brought back Bethany into my life. We had dated briefly three or four years before. But it wasn't the right time for her. And probably not me either. But what Bethany remembered about the few months that we dated. Was that I treated her well. And that I had integrity. 我很有人格, 
I'm so grateful for her. And for our marriage and for our children. But because I was single, I had to choose to wait. A long time. I was 33 when I got married. And, and, and it, it, I was waiting that time for God to bring the right person. And people around me didn't always understand. I worked in a large law firm. When I was 25. And we took um, a trip from the law firm. To go whitewater rafting. And I was dating a girl in the church. So I arranged for her to stay in the hotel room with a couple of my uh, female co-workers. And these co-workers were so upset with me. So why would you do that to her? This is so mean, they said. She doesn't know us. Why don't you get a room together? So because we're not married. And we're not sleeping together. And they couldn't believe it. This issue of sexual morality is, is very distinct from their culture in the world. And people in the church are made to feel strange because they obey God. One last thing, this is just my sense about it. A person knew I was single. And, and they, they knew I was waiting. And they asked seriously. Why does God say wait until marriage? I mean, I mean, look at this proverb. I mean, um, sex is a beautiful thing. And here it talks about let your wife be the one who satisfies you. But they said, why should you wait? If you love someone, why isn't that right? And I thought about the question. And I had a lot of years to think about that question. And I think it's all about trust. If you're in this situation where you're going to be dating, I think God wants you to trust Him. And I think the trust it builds in the relationship. Is that both of you know that you can wait? Because the truth is, when you're married, 呃，重点是当你结婚了之后， 
you still need to wait sometimes. Because there are more important things in marriage sometimes. To be a Christian means that while we believe God made good things for us to enjoy, we have a higher purpose than only doing the things that we want. The other thing that it's very important for me to say is that if you have messed up in this area, forgiveness begins with confession to God and dealing with it admitting it's wrong stopping what you're doing rebuilding trust you can do that and I have those conversations with people all the time you can change and live in better ways but this church in Corinth didn't think anything was wrong they were proud of it we don't judge anyone Whatever you feel is right, it's okay. Who are we to say? But the son is sleeping with his stepmother. So, so Paul says, make a judgment. It's even though I'm not with you, it's as if I was. And I've pronounced judgment and I want you to judge this. So the next time you're gathered, deliver him over to Satan, meaning put him out of the church. So that he can just do whatever it is he wants to do. Meaning that maybe somehow he'll realize his mistake. He needs to be brought to account. I mean, God says literally we are supposed to act, you know, to judge. Not not outsiders, but people in the church. At the end of the verse, the chapter says, Is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? That we are living by God's basic standards. And he says, um, and, and if, if you judge it this way, I'm telling you, don't associate with that person anymore. Now let's be clear, this is somebody who's doing something clearly wrong. And looks right at you and says, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. My stepmother and I, we love each other. And you can't tell us what to do. It's that kind of sin that the church confronts. 
It's, it's the kind of sexual immorality or greed or those kinds of actions. 是行淫的或贪婪的或拜偶像的或辱骂的或醉酒的或勒索的这样的人不可与他相交。So are we supposed to be judges? I thought there was a verse that said, judge not. Verse which always bothers me because what do you think I get up and go to work every day and do? I love this verse. I mean, it says, for the judgment you pronounce, you'll be judged. And I love this picture. The measure that you use will be the same measure used on you. Don't you think that has an effect on me when I'm judging someone? Because I'm supposed to think if that was me, I'd want somebody who would listen to me up there. My favorite story this week was of a guy who had um, a drug charge and he did not come to court for six months. So we put, a, we put a warrant out and he was arrested. So I said, why didn't you come to court? He said, the truth is, judge. Do you see that I had um, a case in Portage County where I was guilty of stealing a car? I said yes. 我说, 我看到, he said, I've been in jail in Portage County. But I stole that car. So I could come to court here. I said he gets an A for effort. But we do have to judge in the church. But the way we do it is very important. For a long time as a pastor, it was my job when there was trouble in a relationship to be the one that people talk to. It would be the situation where uh, a spouse moves out of the house. And is living with someone else. And that, that, that person brings their new girlfriend or boyfriend to church. But the person who remained behind is still coming to church. And we have to have that conversation. And the one who moved out said, well, we're getting a divorce. And I'll say, okay, but 
um, you're not doing right by your husband or your wife. 但是我就要必须对他说，你这么行为对你的原配是不太公平的。And you need to work on your marriage. 你们必须在你们婚姻上更加努力。And、many times we'd send them to somebody like Dr. Litchie. 那有时候常常我们要把他们带给另外我们 Dr. Litchie 这样的咨询师。And they say you don't understand. 他们说你并不明白。I said I understand the promises you made when you got married. 我会对他们说，我了解你对你的丈夫妻子做的誓约。If they wouldn't change, we would tell them they could no longer attend church here. 那他们如果不改变他们行为的话，我们会对他们说，你们不能再来教会。But what this verse says is, if you are being unfaithful in your marriage. 但是这个节经文它要说的是，你在你的婚姻当中并不忠。And and leaders in the church know it. 那在教会的领导们却知道。It says we should try to restore that person gently. 我们要慢慢。在加拉太书第六章第一节、第二节，他说：“第二节，你们个人的重担互相担当，如此就完全了基督的律法。” We try to persuade. 我们要设法说服他们。As a judge, I'm doing that all the time. 我当法官的，我每天都在做这件事。We have an honest conversation about what's happening. 我要跟他们有一个非常诚实的对话，有关他们做了什么事。And we try to persuade people to live a different kind of life. 我们是说服他们不同的生活方式。But this chapter stands for the idea that if you won't change. 那当然，这一节经文，呃，第。If you say there's nothing wrong with my behavior, 你说你自己的行为并没有任何的错误 ，then the church should take the action of saying you can't go here anymore. 那这个教会就必须要有这样的行为，说你无法再来我们教会。That's for people in the church. 这是为在教会内的人。By the way, the Amish do the same thing. 那另外一个就是亚米逊人，他们其实做同样的事情。It's called shunning. But it's not really the same thing. 其实这并不太一样。Because they do something that we really shouldn't do. 他们做了一件其实我们并不应该做的事。In Colossians it says, "Don't let anybody judge you by what you wear or what you eat." 在加拉太书他说，呃，你并不要因为你的穿着或是你吃东西的不同而被人论断。And that's exactly what the Amish do when you don't conform to certain aspects of the lifestyle. 而亚米逊人却论以这种方式论断人。如果你不以他们生活方式，他们就论断你。In every case I've been involved in, where we ask someone to leave the church, 任何的一种呃各个事件，我们当问请这个人离开教会的时候 ，it was always clear what they needed to do. 非常的清楚，他们有他们的行为必须有。And it was always clear that their actions were wrong. 也非常的明白他们的行为是错误的。They just didn't want to do it. 他们只是不想改正他们的行为。And to honor what it says here, we ask them to leave. 所以在呃哥林多前书，我们要以遵循神的道，就是我们要请他们离开。But the reason why we work so hard at this is because people really do change. 那我们如此这么努力的做这件事情，就是因为我们希望人改变。I have seen so many relationships restored. 我看到非常非常多的关系重新被建立
And I have seen people grow through the most difficult of circumstances. I fundamentally believe it's God's power that works in us that enables us to do that. Especially in the church. So this is something really important to us. Um, I'm going to skip over these three verses in the chapter. But only because they're good communion verses. Paul was saying, don't boast about the way you're living in the church right now. And when you come to your Passover feast time, our communion, Make sure you've examined yourself. That you're in the faith. That you're following the example of Christ. Let me also say this about communion. If you're a visitor, what happens is we pass out this tray to everyone. But the Bible says that only people who are baptized believers in Jesus Christ should be receiving communion. So we invite people who are who are not yet Christians to join us in this service. But if you're not a believer, it's okay to just let the tray go by. But this is the symbol of what we believe Christ did for us. So we'll celebrate communion with sincerity and truth. So should we be like the Amish? We get so tired of all the election stuff that we no longer have TVs. We all move and live on a farm. Have lots of farm animals. No electricity. Should we be like the Amish? Should we be more separate from the world? And what does it mean to be separate? In verse 9, Paul says, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. Like the guy who's sleeping with his stepmother. I told you not to do that. Verse 10. Not at all, meaning the sexually immoral of this world. I didn't mean them. Not the sexually immoral, the greedy, or the swindlers. Because if you did that, you would need to go out of the world completely. So how are we to live in the world? These are some great verses. In James 1.27 it says, Pure religion, the kind that we all want to live. 
And I love this list is to visit orphans and widows. 第二十七节最后他说，就是看顾在患难中的孤儿寡妇。Always caring for orphans and widows. And usually in these passages too, it talks about strangers, foreigners in our midst. Why are these the best people? Why is it pure for us to care for these people? I think it's because they can't give you anything in return. They're in the weakest, most dependent position. And in the same way that God is kind to us when we are weak and dependent. We reflect His love in the purest ways. When we care for these groups of people. But see, the pure religion also says to keep yourself untainted by the world. That's part of it too. In Romans 12 too, says do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Another translation of this is don't let the world press you into its mold. We are called to live different kinds of lives. Do not love the world or the things of the world. First John says if, if if you do that, the love of the Father is not in you. And the things to watch out for are the desires of the flesh, desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. It couldn't get more clear though in John 17 what Jesus when he's praying for us. He said it. I don't ask that you take them out of the world. But instead that you keep them from the evil one. We are right where we belong. For God to use us. To be a reflection of his love to a people who desperately need to know him. In the same way Jesus prayed in John 17. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. But it's not just them, those twelve disciples and my followers. It's not just them. I also ask for these, but also those who will believe in me through their word. That's okay. Um, I'm also praying for those who will believe in me through the word of the disciples. 
And that's us. Yeah, that's twenty, I think. Yeah. So in the second verse, So that's how we do it. We bless when we've been cursed. And we conform to the image of Christ. Who blessed when he was cursed. Who sacrificed for us. Who loves us so much that he died for us. And invites you to trust and follow him. Will you please pray with me? Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you that, that your standards are higher and better than ours. Thank you that you don't leave us in our sin, but you save us from it. Thank you that within the church we can change and follow you. And thank you that you sit waiting and knocking. For someone this morning to trust you. That your salvation is good and right for us. And that we need it so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor McKinney, for your